What's up, everyone? I want to tell you about a car that you are going to love. Check it out. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, I love that, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. So let's say you're ready to take the family on a camping trip or something like that. The Santa Fe is perfect for you. You've got all-wheel drive. You can load everyone up in the third row. It's time to start being adventurous, and you need the right car, and that's the Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive football stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at newbalance.com. We've got a bonus podcast for you here. Adam Azer and Jamie Eisenberg. We're talking about Jamison Williams and his six-game suspension for violating the league's gambling policy. Welcome in, and hope you all are getting ready for what's uh, hopefully a fun weekend for you and draft week next week. But right now, we got to talk about the Lions. we got to talk about Jamison Williams, what this means for everybody on the team. The earliest he could return would be week seven. We'll see when that bye week falls, but right now, week seven. And uh, let's get Jamie's take. So, Jamie, first question for you. If you have a league with, let's say, five bench spots, do you think it makes sense still to draft and stash Jamison Williams? Yeah, I think if you feel comfortable with your team, I mean, obviously it's a uh, it's a tricky situation when you only have that few bench spots. But um, you know, the talent is clearly there. It's a matter of we just haven't seen him play football, you know, since his you know final game in college. For the most part, he had you know a couple of flash plays last year, um, but this you know puts a, a damper on the ceiling. It puts a damper on you know what the the hype will be for uh, you know a player who has the ability to be a superstar. But yeah, I think you know if you feel comfortable enough knowing that you may have to cut him at some point, you know, depending on other injuries that may occur on your fantasy team. Um, but six games in a seventeen-game season, you know, sixteen-game fantasy season, you should be able to manage with with what hopefully the upside will be. But it puts a you know damper on Jared Goff as a late-round starter. You know, open the season and puts a uh, you know higher expectation. Hopefully, you know, from production standpoint, on Mara St. Brown. And it makes Marvin Jones a little bit more relevant, you know, in deeper leagues if you want to take a flyer on him with late round pick. The second leading receiver on the team last year was Khalif Raymond. Uh, the second most targets on the team belong to DeAndre Swift. So you talked about Goff. Are you going to drop him in your rankings? Yeah, of course. You know, I mean, when, you know, we were having this conversation a few weeks ago, Goff versus Geno Smith, it's easy to go Geno Smith. You know, I think now Goff is... Uh, in that group we talked about when we did the rankings disputes, you know, Stafford, Carr, Garoppolo, you know, Jordan Love, Desmond Ritter, that that group, you know, I think for Heath was Sam Howell. Um, he's closer to that. But again, the upside to be significantly better, closer to, you know, a top 12 guy once he gets Jameis Williams back. It's just, it's just an unknown right now. You know, I, I think you, you got to feel comfortable that the Lions – 
only significant move this offseason. They let DJ Chark walk, and they bring in Marvin Jones. I think they felt pretty comfortable that Jamison Williams was going to take a step forward. At least that yeah. was the, you know, if you're just looking at it from an optic standpoint. Right. So I, I may have said seven games. He has to miss seven, six weeks. He can be back in week seven. I don't know when their bye will be, but right. six-game suspension for Jamison Williams. And, uh, you know, speaking, we'll ask, I'll ask you about St. Brown in a second. From a dynasty standpoint here, does this does this change anything? I mean, this is going to be a year and a half of his career where we're getting almost nothing from Jamison Williams. Where, where are you on him from a dynasty standpoint? I'd be looking to acquire him, you know, because clearly there's, there's, a, there's a reason to be upset and to be a frustrated Jamison Williams fantasy manager right now. So I think if you can try and get him for a second-round pick, you know, maybe second-round pick and a, and a veteran that, you know, could help somebody else, depending on what the, the trade partner may be, but... You know, this is a guy that I know Dave said this, and, and I don't necessarily disagree that could be the most talented receiver of his draft class. You know, if he if he was healthy, I think he would have been probably drafted that way by fantasy managers. Um, it's an offense that, you know, as Dan said yesterday, one of the best play callers in the league right now. We don't know how long he'll be there in Ben Johnson, but you know, the system is great. Quarterback has certainly been, you know, solidified. I do wonder now, um, and I was listening to a radio show, I think it was on Fox Sports, it might have been a Brady Quinn show, uh, two two pros and a cup of Joe. Um, the host asked Brady about the Lions' draft status, knowing that they have, I think it's the sixth pick and the 18th pick, if I'm not mistaken. Um, would they consider? Would they have considered prior to this? Uh, Jalen. The question was to Brady: Would you would you take Jalen Carter, knowing you have an, uh, uh, avoid a cornerback instead of, let's say, um, is it Christian Walk? Walk uh, the number one corner. I forget what mm-hmm. his name is. Um, would you go number one corner at six or would you go Jalen Carter if he falls and then come back at 18 and go corner? I wonder now if they go best defensive player at six and maybe receiver with the second pick in the first round. Yeah, it is six and 18. Uh, are, you, are you talking about Christian Gonzalez? Christian Oregon? Gonzalez, yeah. Okay. Um, I say Christian Watson. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, I have a few rapid fire questions for you. Uh, not so rapid, but Amon St. Brown, is this solidify him even more? You know, does this make him like a top 20 pick? Does this change anything for Amon St. Brown? I don't think so because, again, we're talking six games. You already know you're getting a great player in Amon St. Brown. He's proved himself over two years. So, you know, if it's a question of does he move past in PPR A.J. Brown or Devontae Adams, because I think that's where I have him right now at eight behind those guys, I'll probably still keep him in the same spot. But I was, you know, looking at maybe Amara St. Brown versus Jalen Waddle versus Garrett Wilson. Uh, certainly in PPR, it's an easy one. It's Amara St. Brown. And um, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, the running backs. Does this change anything for the running backs? Not really. I mean, you know, you did bring up the point about DeAndre Swift with his targets, and you wonder, yeah. does that maybe help him get on the field with David Montgomery in more of a pass-catching role, not necessarily carrying the ball? Something that I would probably explore from the Lions because it's a way to avoid him getting – you know, those running back hits, if you're concerned about injury and getting him the ball in space, he could certainly do it as a receiver. I think, you know, just taking more reps in that spot. But we hear this all the time about, oh, he's going to take more reps in the slot. He's going to get more for all these, you know, pass catching type of running backs. I don't know if that necessarily would end up happening. But I would be very shocked at this point if they, not, not necessarily with their first two picks, but if they don't come out of the draft with another pass catcher. They have avoided tight end, you know, so that's a route that they could go as well. Um, but I, I think getting another pass catcher will certainly matter to, this Lions offense right now. And real quick, how many wide receivers in this rookie class would you take over Jamison Williams in a dynasty draft? In dynasty. If he was in a rookie-only draft, you mean? 
Yeah, in th- yeah. Let's say you were doing a startup dynasty draft. How many of the uh, incoming rookies would you take over Jamison? Probably three, maybe four at most. I think you got to go with you know Jackson Smith and Jigba. You know, again, it depends on where they end up, but you know Jordan Addison could be one of those guys. Zay Flowers could be one of those guys, and then maybe Quentin Johnson. But I still think there's just so much upside for Jamison Williams. This is you never hate to see a guy injured and then have issues and then you know just get delayed 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 they need reps this is the biggest part of a a young player's development is getting that time on the field and the fact that this is happening again you know i understand it's you know there we could spend 10 hours on this of the 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 stupidity of the nfl allowing gambling ads to run on their on their games and you know there's going to be sports books and stadiums but you know the players are um, mm-hmm. not a lot of bet on non NFL stuff, you know, just whatever. Well, I think they are, as long as they don't do it in the stadium, I think That's what I'm in the facility. Yeah. All right. And the last question uh, from George, long time listener, first time looked, why does Adam look like an emo M and M? Uh, I don't know. I do have uh, suntan lotion on, so I look a little bit like a mime right now. So I apologize for that. We'll talk to you later, everybody. Thanks for listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.